Chris and Peter. Good morning, my love. Good morning, my love. Oh, there she is, our cat. She just pushed the door open. Hell yeah. Well, that's a good start. I've actually been up for about two hours already. What have you been doing? Uh, I just naturally woke up around 5.30, so I started doing like my morning routine and uh, I cleaned up a little and um, just like started editing a couple things and like I've got some stuff rendering now. And yeah, just overall productivity. And it's like what, 7.50 in the morning at the moment? So Yeah, I just woke up. Mm-hmm. Well, you've, you've been up for a little bit. You got some coffee. I made sure that there was coffee ready when you woke up. Thank you. And Because, you know, I know that the easier that I make things for you, the more likely they are to happen. So, you know. Coffee's happening regardless. Well, but I mean, like, other stuff, like, you know, the, the productive productive things that I want to happen later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I'm greasing the groove. The hamster wheels, they're all fed. Yep. Run hamsters. So do you, uh, today, you, yeah, well, actually, let's jump back. Yesterday, I talked about my experiment with sobriety. Do you want to talk about your uh, view on what's been going on with that? Sure. Um, I think that I have been just witnessing your journey, honestly, um, from sober October to now. And I've been really, honestly, I, sh- I, I, I should never underestimate you because you are one of the most like incredible people I know. Um, but I've been so impressed by your dedication and how you've used this time where you're not drinking and having so much more energy um, and motivation, I've noticed, to do things that you truly care about. Like, not frivolous things, but like things that you're passionate about that build you up as a, hu- as a, as a holistic human being in so many different areas of your life. I've, um, like, I've just seen all, like, all of your energy go towards that. Like, it's something small and basic, but on the weekends, like, even the hours that you put, you used to put into video games, like, just to, like, chill out and, like, relax your mind, you know? Mm. You're now putting those hours towards, like, projects that you care about or, like, things for our new house or um, artistic endeavors or or chess or, you know, you're just, Mm. like, doing more things. And... I'm really proud of you because I know you're happy and that makes me happy. I will say that, um, I think I've said this to you before, but like, you know, in a relationship, I feel like we all get used to a certain dynamic sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like we get habituated to a certain dynamic and oftentimes in in a relationship, especially a long-term one like ours, if one person starts to change or makes a major life change, it affects the entire dynamic of the relationship. Mm-hmm. And so that's like the theory with which I'm operating from when I speak. And so you've made a major life change and I've just basically 
had to like notice within myself how it's affecting me and, and our relational dynamic. And I don't mean this in a derogatory way, mm-hmm. but I feel like for the last few several months, I've kind of been dating this machine robot person mm-hmm. who's like always doing stuff. And like part of our dynamic before when you were drinking is like, in our downtime or our weekends, we would have like drinks together and watch a show or watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of chill time like that, like um, after work or um, on weekends, we would have like long movie marathons or like TV show marathons sometimes. And that was time that I grew to really like enjoy and I don't know if it was like, it didn't, it, like I've always just valued spending time with you. Mm-hmm. You're like one of my favorite person, people to just be around in general. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't really drinking that like brought us together, but at a certain point when, I think it was when you were between working and not working, mm-hmm you were drinking more Mm -hmm. and that used to concern me and I would talk to you about it, but like, you know, until someone's ready to change a behavior, they're going to continue the behavior. Oh, you got to hear it like dozens of times before it actually sinks in. Sinks in. And so I started to have drinks more often just to like join you and be with you. Like it was a way for us to connect. And so we would have drinks together and watch shows and watch movies and like, or just sit around and talk about stuff. And, um, it was, it, it became in my mind, like one of the things that we do that like connects us. Cause it, cause I, I keep saying shows and movies, but a lot of the time it was like, it would start out watching something, but we'd end up in like a two hour conversation, you know? And so we, that's how we talked a lot of the time. Um, and so I think I began to associate like our long hangouts with like, we have drinks and like we hang out and just chill together. And it, it became associated with time to connect with you. Mm-hmm. And since you've been like partially sober, however you want to call it, like you drink five days a year, um, you have so much more energy that you do, I've noticed we don't really chill as often. Like you don't just sit still and like zone out and watch something or talk to me for hours anymore. Like that's what I meant when I said it feels like I'm kind of dating a machine or a robot. Cause you're mm-hmm. like doing stuff constantly. And like you have a really involved workout routine you do every day. Like when we're talking, you're like moving around and doing like exercises. Like, mm-hmm. And so I guess what I'm trying to say that I'm really beating around the bush to say is as I am incredibly first and foremost proud of you and happy that you're happy. But on my end, there is a grieving process to a certain dynamic that I got used to Mm -hmm. and a certain way of connecting with you that I got used to. And I have still, it's been so October, November, December, January, it's been like three months or four months it's going on four months and I'm still trying to figure out what is our new dynamic and what is the new way that we connect Mm 
mm-hmm. um, especially on the weekends, because I'm still doing the same things, kind of, and you're doing something different. And while we're like, I feel like we're so connected that I don't feel a disconnect from you necessarily, but I'm trying to figure out what is the activity that we now do together that is like a bonding experience. And yeah, so I guess what I'm just trying to honor is like honor within myself is giving myself that permission to grieve, um, the way we used to connect and hang out on the weekends. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. And like, like it's even little things, like when we go out, like it's not like I can really, I mean, I, I know I can suggest like, oh, let's go try this new bar. Like I hear they have great drinks. Like, like, well, it's, it's kind of just different now because I have to make sure that they serve food, you know, and like, because you'll probably be eating if I'm drinking and like, Right. It's just a different experience. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm adjusting to it well because I am so happy for you, but it is an adjustment. And I just wanted to acknowledge that Mm -hmm. and like acknowledge that you're changing. And so our, like our dynamic is changing for how we spend time together. And I'm curious, like based on everything I just shared, like if, like, Like, if you had any thoughts, or is any of that new information for you that I was feeling that way? Um, hmm. No, I think I've been aware of all of these things. Like, you haven't said them explicitly in that way, but I feel like implicitly, like, I know how to read a room. I'm not just, like, solely focused on myself, right? Most of the time. Eh. So, I I do enough to get by. And, yeah, I mean, you drinking doesn't really bother me at all. Like, it doesn't make me want to drink. It doesn't, um, yeah, it doesn't really negatively impact me at all. Like, really, uh, I don't even think about it. It's, I'm so motivated by other things that it's not even palatable to me right now. So. But what about what I said about, like, our dynamic and like how we spend time together being different now. Yeah, I agree with it. And I kind of feel it's almost like we're, you know, how like you're an ever changing person and it's almost like we're in a new phase of dating again. Like we're trying to feel out like what an appropriate way of interacting is, um, or like what our preferred way of interacting is with this new dynamic. And so I think it's kind of fun in that way. You're making it sound so formal. But it's not. I mean, I know it's not formal, but it's intentional. Yeah. Like, especially the how to spend time together on the weekends, I feel like. Well, yeah. But I I feel like my needs are being met there because, you know, okay, not to, like, talk shit on you, but because you are consuming a decent amount of alcohol on, say, like, a Friday or Saturday night, Saturday, Sunday morning, I'm up at 6, 7 a.m., and you're not going to be up for a few more hours at least. So I get my me time, my alone time, my project time, my, you know, catch up on media time, whatever I did decide to do with that. And that, I find that very fulfilling. I've, I have noticed that you're getting more time to yourself in the mornings, which is something you really value and need to be happy is 
mm-hmm. um, your time to yourself. Oh, absolutely. Which contextually makes sense. Like, he grew up as an only child. Like, he was used to spending a lot of time on his own. And now as an adult, that's something that um, is part of his self-care, honestly. Like, um, without enough time to himself, like, Peter just doesn't feel as great. And so I'm glad you're getting that time in the morning while I'm sleeping um, or in the evening while I'm at work since I don't get home until 8.30. Um, But, like... Don't, do you ever feel like the time we do spend together, it's like you're moving around doing stuff and I'm just like there? <laughs> we have conversations where, like, if, if I'm using one part of my brain, say like a kinesthetic part of my brain, I'm working out, right? Or I'm walking in place or um, I'm stretching, mm-hmm. right? That is one part of my brain. And it's not the communicative part of my brain, right? Does that make sense? Yeah. And so, like, I can use the different parts of my brain in concert, right? Like, right now I'm having a conversation, but I'm also using the, like, pattern finding and analytical part of my brain to do something separate. I was completely lucid that whole time in there with you. Yeah. Like, I was maybe not 100% fully engaged because now we're making eye contact. I think that's the thing that I I miss is, like... Because, like, there is power in eye contact, you know? Oh, I 100%... I'm a firm believer, yeah. Absolutely. And I think... Yeah, um, human beings love that shit. I think for me, more it's more... Impo- I've always noticed over the years that eye contact is more important to me yeah. than, than you. Because I yeah. often... You'll often hear me say something like, are you listening or... Well, no. So, it, you yes. We both find it very important. You just want, like, you... Yeah, I guess you do value it more than I do. But, like, I understand the importance of it. You know, back when I was, like, not such a good guy, I was reading books like... By, by, like, FBI inter- interrogators and things like that on, like, how to influence, like, people with, like, different things that humans just respond to and vocal tonality, eye contact, like, your physical posture. Those are all things that, like, we evolved for certain reasons. Right. Right? And so then you begin to use those things in our modern context. And, yeah, I'm 100% aware of these things and how they, like, influence the dynamics between people. I can do more eye contact with you and that would be a nice thing. But I also like to like look away and like do other stuff while we're having like an intellectual conversation. Yeah, you know? I think part of this new dynamic is I'm gonna have to start being more vocal about asking for what I need. Like if I need yeah. quality one-on-one time where we're both chilling, like look, like making eye contact and having a conversation, I think I need to ask for it more yeah. because otherwise you're you are gonna be moving around and doing things, mm-hmm. and like. Um. Yeah, I think. I think, like I think we a just need to be things... judicious about like what what's going on in the moment. Is it like a we're in passing and I'm already doing something? You just need right. to know something, or is it like eight or eight p.m. or like you know nine nine p.m. and we've gotten you've gotten home from work and we've already chilled for a little bit and you want to like talk and connect? Yeah, you know, those are like two different contexts. Well, and I think something we're really good at is like scheduling. Like, we don't, like, I think one of the things we're good at that I teach my couples in therapy to do is sometimes, is honoring the fact that sometimes two people in a relationship may be in two different headspaces mm-hmm. or, like, just had two different types of days. Yeah. And they may not want to do the same thing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, like, asking, like, hey, do you feel like hanging out or do you feel like, you know, cooking dinner with me or, 
basically asking for consent if you want to do an activity with your partner to see if they have the bandwidth for it or if they feel like doing something else. And if they do feel like doing something else and don't want to do the thing you want to do, it's like, okay, can we schedule a time to do the thing I want to do? Mm -hmm. And I feel like you and I are really good at scheduling, like, okay, we haven't had, like, um, just one-on-one alone connecting time in a while. Let's schedule that for Saturday the the 20th. You know, like, we'll, like, pick a time Mm -hmm. and both be intentional about coming into the situation knowing that's what we're going to do. And so I think with how productive you've been during the week and on the weekends, I need to let you know if I'm feeling that craving for like time where we maybe watch a movie yeah. or like, you know, watch Netflix or just sit on the couch and talk. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I think I might need to just get better at like scheduling that with you so that it is part of your calendar so that you know that instead of moving around or doing a workout, like, we will be on like chilling together and making that eye contact and like having that quality time, if that makes sense. Not that our time's not quality when you're moving around. I still view us as connecting during that time, but so that my needs for eye contact and like proximity are getting met as well. Mm -hmm. I think I just will have to be more vocal about asking for it, which is something that's hard for me. No, I I want to do these things too. It's just that I'm, I don't know. I I've got so I, I've got a pro like a project management software in front of me that I have all of the stuff like related to the things I'm doing in my life in front of me, and my default now I've habituated myself to just look at that thing, and then just do whatever the next thing on the list. Yeah, is. folks. This man literally like if he has a moment of downtime, he checks his so- like his Trello board and picks the like the next project on the list and just starts doing the next project. That's what I mean by it's like dating a machine, especially on the weekends. Because it's just like he does one project after another, after another, after another, after another. And then when he gets tired, he like plays chess. Um, and like... There are worse ways you could live your life. No, I'm not criticizing it. I think that's what I was saying by like I really admire your um, motivation. And like your ability to get things done in an efficient way. I got shit to do. Five year plan shit that is important to you and a lot of the stuff the projects are important for our family and our 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 life and our home like things you're getting done that make our lives better and so i do value it but i'm gonna have to insert myself more into your schedule Mm -hmm. so that part like the next project on the list is watch a movie with liz you know what i mean well, I do have one, uh, one thing on my daily to-do list that is, a, like, I try to shoot for, like, a concerted hour of just us time every day. Like, it's actually on there. I know it doesn't seem like we're doing it all the time, but in the evening, one of my things that I'm working through on my list is that. So, like, I'm trying to be intentional about it. And I appreciate that, and I love you, and I know you are, and... You always have been, like, really good about being intentional about our time together. And I've never felt at a deficit of time with you. Like, I think we spend quite a significant amount of time together, yeah. <laughs> actually. More and than the average couple. More than the average couple, I would say. Like, we are together anytime we're not working or not with... Together and engaged. I other people, yeah. It's good to differentiate. Yeah, together and engaged in some way. Um, 
I think I just need to be able, I think I just need to get better at asking for like the specific type of engagement that I want Mm -hmm. um, when I, when I need it. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I see our dynamic shifting. It used to just happen and now I'm going to have to ask for it and schedule it. Yeah. Um, Well, we're also decent about doing things spontaneously. Like we weren't planning to go out to dinner last night, but we tried a new restaurant last night. Like you were kind of like zapped from work and one of the ways that I thought about trying to deal with it, what, you know, execution's debatable, was to say, hey, we're going to go on an impromptu date because normally you like that sort of thing, but God, the service was horrendous. And what I didn't tell you and I should have told you was my expectation was to sit on the couch was to and like come home and, and sit on the couch with you and, and chill. Um, just because I miss sitting on the couch with you and yeah. chilling. Um, but it, but I really appreciated you taking me out for a date. Like that was really kind. The gesture. The gesture matters, but like we will have to schedule some mm-hmm. chill couch time because that is something I More like to do. More communication was needed. Yeah, but okay. So jumping back real quick, uh, experiments with sobriety. We've talked about how like the relationship dynamic has changed. How we like now we have like some tactics we're gonna put into play around getting what we want time-wise and quality-wise. Um, what other things related to this experiment with sobriety are you noticing? Like, is there anything else that you want to talk about related to it? Um, not so much as they pertain to me personally. Um, I've also just been... The only other thing I've noticed is I'm really proud of you for your ability to engage in like very social situations because we still have been doing a lot of social outings Mm -hmm. and your ability to engage in social situations where almost everyone else is drinking and you're not and you're still you're still the same person like you're still engaged and animated and hanging out and hanging in there throw a dirty joke at you that's that's you yeah Um, people like it but like I would find that environment to be hard to be in and you are, you're just doing it so seamlessly. And so I'm just really proud of your ability to do that. And so yay for you. Yeah, I'm digging it. It's been a fun time. Uh, definitely a lot of positives. Honestly, when you said that you wanted to talk about your experience with it after yesterday's recording, I was like, dang, she's going to have some shit to say. She's going to like talk about my mental health or something like that. But uh, I feel like everything that you said was not what I expected, but more positive. Yeah, babe. I'm, I'm like, I would say I'm 80% just really excited and happy for you and proud of you. And yeah, I think you're doing great. What, what would you say the other 20% is? The grieving. The grieving. Of what our relationship looked like mm-hmm. in the past and what our dynamic looked like in the past. And I have to honor that grief and let it be there mm-hmm. and trust that, you know, with any sort of grief, it lessens over time, and we adjust to the new to the new dynamic. I feel like you've done a lot of uh, grieving over different things recently, like moving. You were even grieving leaving the house, you know, like even the old house, the old house, like the the smoky, like not our own space, dirty, like loud. What I what I thought of as like a liberatory moment, you were grieving at one point. I, I grieve anytime there's a loss, there is grief is what my supervisors have taught me that I teach my clients. And even when we were living in that other old house, 
it was not a perfect environment or an, even an ideal environment for us. However, we spent three, three and a half years there and we had a lot of really good times there, you know, like times hanging out in the room that we always hung out in, times having friends over, staying with us. Um, you know, it was decorate. I, like over the three years I decorated that house in a way, like the rooms that were ours, I decorated in a way that felt comfortable to me. My art was everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like it, the bedroom felt like my space. Like I had to grieve the good times that we did have there. Like while it wasn't ideal, we, we did have like positive experiences. And so I, I gave myself permission to grieve that and hold space for that grief while I was still excited that we bought a house. Mm -hmm. And when I honor the grief and move through it and like let it be there, it passes quicker mm -hmm. than ignoring it. Well, because you're processing it. You're... I'm processing it. Yeah. And so like I no longer think about that old house anymore. We've been in this house for going on two, months. two months. Two months. It'll be two months in it, like a couple weeks. And so I've fully like adjusted to being in the new house now, but it, I, I just, I take a while to adjust to new things. I get really habituated to stuff and then it takes me a little bit to adjust. And so that's just what it is for me. But you do a good job of adjusting. Like you once are a I, good adjuster. Once, yeah. Once I have adapted, I, I do fine. So this, yeah, I guess I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm still adjusting and adapting to your new lifestyle. Yeah. Um, here's another question for you. How long do you think it normally takes you to go, go through the grieving process of something that you've habituated and then establish, uh, like get through the grieving and then establish a new habituation? Grief, um, and that's why I say to my clients, like grief doesn't follow your timeline. You can't pick a time for how long it takes. It took me about six weeks to adjust to our new house for it to feel like home mm -hmm. and for it to feel like somewhere I was like, ex like felt very comfortable and wanted to be. Um, as far as like adjusting to a new relational dynamic between us, that is something that's so much more personal and like close to my heart mm -hmm. that I could see it taking, it's already been what, three and going on four months and I can see it taking a little bit longer to to adjust like maybe like if I had to guess and I, I can't predict it right but if I had to guess I'd say like six months yeah so but the uh, the hard-fought gains are gains that last yeah. so yeah yeah these things are worth it it is yeah anything worth doing is worth doing hard I'm, I'm ready for it some people would say it's not worth fucking unless you're fucking hard I disagree with that but I <laughs> you like soft fucking. Oh my gosh. The laziest fucking. Okay, here we go. See, this is where it gets after hours. Oh my gosh. Spicy time. Spicy time, okay. We'll have, to, we'll have to record a late night spicy time sometime. We're done now. <laughs>